here on the Rumble Pack podcast, we have spoken about everybody's favourite ever Nintendo series, Pokemon, a number of times. But today, we're here to talk about its shonky uh, rip-off version cousin. <laughs> That's not, it's not true at all. This is my introduction, Will. I need you to sit there and shut up because yeah. you're, you're going to talk for the next three hours about this rip-off. <laughs> So just give me my moment. It's mean and not even mon. Well, that's the thing. If I when I've when I've seen this this uh, this game series in shops throughout my life, I just thought it was a dodgy ripoff because Pikmin versus Pokemon. And I just and looking not, at the characters, I thought not the wow, same at all. Wow, these these guys are really uh, really you know trying to make the most of this Pokemon hysteria. Mate, um, Bulbasaur well, is a ripoff of a Pikmin. Silence. Silence you. <laughs> I, I and I just uh I just wanted to uh you know, welcome everyone here today and introduce you to this uh this new series. Uh it is the B side of the Pokemon world. Um and it is called uh Pikmin. Uh P I K M I N. And uh I have yeah. um no idea about this series. Um, I have no idea why Will plays it. I don't know even know what, what happens when he does play it. <laughs> uh, but today we're here to talk about it and look into what what makes this unique uh, ripoff so so damn good. Uh, and uh, so, of course, to steer me through this whole thing is the uh, my special guest star today on, on my podcast. Uh, his name is William. Hello. Uh, Will, how, how are you today, Will? I'm good. I'm very excited to talk about Pikmin, one of the... Not Pokemon. Everyone just make sure you get it into your head. Not, not Pokemon. Not once. Not once when I said that did I think of Pokemon. No, no, no. I know you wouldn't. Because I know they're different. Uh, no, I know, I know. But everyone out there is going to get confused. Everyone out there can just learn as we go. All right. But I hope to I, as well. I hope most of the people listening know Pikmin already. But if they don't... Um, they're going to learn today because it's time, Luke, that you understand Pikmin. It's time for you to understand. Uh, that it's not Pokemon. I understand that. It's time for you to understand its value, what it brings to the table, why it is special. And why the latest edition, in your own words, is really bad compared to the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that. Oh, I remember. I remember it. I remember it vividly. <laughs> that is untrue. Well, you're talking about Pokemon by accident. Oh, I am. Damn it. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was getting. Jeez, I'm confused. Because I always have some opinions on the latest Pokemon. Although I did say to you this morning uh, at breakfast that the game of the new game five Pokemon is good. It's just butt ugly. Yeah, I'm getting similar to the Pikmin. Let's Pikmin get back the original case. Not not Pokemon. Yeah. Before we get out of control. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Pikmin. It's one of the most... I think it's one of the most underrated game series in all of gaming. And and nobody knows when what I it is. When I say underrated, I, I mean completely unknown. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what is what is it? And well, why is there four games? Um, there's actually more than four. But oh, there's no. four main there's four main games. <laughs> but there is more than this four. Is, this okay. is a really worrying theme on the podcast at the minute. <laughs> I just want straight numbers. Every single week on the podcast right now is like, well, you forgot about the other eleven hundred spin-offs and the <laughs> But this is across the of course Pikmin has a Final Fantasy crossover, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is the last clar- clarifying point for me. 
because I want everyone... Well, you clarifying anything about Pikmin is important. Yes, and I just don't want anyone... I'm going to trust everyone or adults to get this right for the rest of the episode without me holding their hand. Pikmin is not a, is not a core series of Pokemon. Uh, it's you know I know you said there's a main series of Pikmin, and the mm. spin-offs of that series aren't Pokemon. Everybody get it into your heads. <laughs> this is not Pokemon. It's not. It is Pikmin. With an yeah, with an I. With an I. M I N. Not men. They're not men. They're min. They're mini, like miniature. Yeah. Oh, gee whiz. And what do you do? You pick, pick them pick out them. of the ground. Really? We'll get into it. Without a C. Yep. Oh. Well, technically, you pl- it's pluck, but we'll get into it. So yeah. it's, not, it's not Pluckman. No, it's, it's not Pluckman. Not to be confused with Pluckman. They call it the other, the other Pluckman is amazing a, uh, series. <laughs> Pluck, yeah, Pluckman's a bootleg of uh, Pikmin. Um, uh, well, yeah, Pikmin. All right, we're here. We're here. It's a beautiful day outside. The kind of day outside with the weather where you where Pikmin would take place in the world of a world of Pikmin. This is the kind of weather. And it's, it's, actually kind of, it's actually kind of cloudy outside. That is uh, disturbing. I thought it was a lot blue, more blue sky than that. The clouds are your doubts on the fourth game, but we'll get to them. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting this <laughs> about the fourth game. All right. I've heard rumbling. Calm well. down. Calm down. You got your intro. Now stop it. That's fair. All That's right. fair enough. Let's start with the history of Pikmin before we get into anything more crazy. And this is the history of Pikmin is pretty interesting, honestly. So uh, each console, so basically at the end of their N64's life, they wanted to, um, they basically wanted to try and figure out a way to make sure that, uh, you know, the GameCube was going to be successful, right? Whatever. So what they did is they designed, they, they, they wanted to design a unique title and they had this showcase. Uh, I forget what it was, whatever it was, like Nintendo, what was it in the other episode? Space World. They had a Space World event or whatever. And they created this demo that had 128 Marios on the screen at once, right? Mm. It was 128 Marios running around doing whatever. And this was to showcase the power of the Dolphin, right? Which was the codename for GameCube at the time. Just quickly, I wager that none of those Marios were plumbing. Um, It's very likely. Yeah. I think most of them would just be long jumping and rolling. Mm. Anything what any his. plumbers do. And yeah, yeah, just just wasting time. <laughs> so, yeah, that demo was called Mario 128 and it was shown off at the, the Space World press conference or whatever and it showed the unique features of the GameCube that it could perform and the sort of raw power, I guess, at the time. Um, so that game that was uh, directed by uh, Koizumi, who is still heading Mario today, uh, yeah, basically the notions that are in that tech demo were later integrated into several games. And the the first game that used that technology was a launch title for the GameCube that Mr. Shigeru Miyamoto was the head of, right, called Pikmin. So this, uh, this tech demo from 128 Marios formed into the idea to have a group of units of Pikmin following you around at, at large-scale numbers or whatever. Um, hmm. In Pikmin, you control Captain Olimar, the character, who would command an army of Pikmin, whose number could rise to about 100. 
uh, and it was innovative gameplay for the time um, and influential to various uh, console RTS games moving forward. Um, and then, yeah, Miyamoto came up with the idea where it starts with two people, which evolved in the sequel, but we'll get into that. But basically, yeah, Pikmin kind of just came on as this idea from a Mario Tech demo, and then Miyamoto had this idea for this story about these weird plant monsters, and they integrated it as a GameCube launch title. And are the Pikmin... So the Pikmin are the the character names, or the, the, the species. Yes. Right? Yes. So I'm gonna get, I'm, I am going to get into that, but ask any questions, yeah? And I will hold my questions until later on. <laughs> well, well I, I've written some stuff. So what is Pikmin? What is it? Or who is Pikmin? No. What is Pikmin? I understand. Don't get now. confused. I understand now. There's no who who yet. Oh. It is what is Pikmin? Okay. So the game focuses on directing a horde of plant-like creatures called Pikmin in order to collect items by destroying obstacles, avoiding hazards, and fighting fauna that are hazardous to both the player character and the Pikmin. Uh, in most cases, games, the objective is to find enough resources to rebuild your ship and get off the planet you crash landed on and get home. Um, Pikmania. Yeah. The gameplay is sort of like a real-time strategy game in the sense that you are controlling units across the field under a time limit. Um, but at the same time, you can move wherever you want. So, like, for instance, I've got Pikmin 4 up and now just to show Luke and I can sort of move around and I'm controlling the group of Pikmin behind me. Um, whereas in a, you know, in an average real-time strategy game, it's sort of more grid-based. You, you sort of take turns to move your units, whatever, but this mm. is all just in real time um, with a time limit. So you've got, uh, yeah. And it looks That's- like a whole battle front line. All the Pikmin are in their colors. Yep. Sort of arranged like the infantry. Yeah, they they're, they're a collective unit. An army. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have from morning to sundown to complete everything you want during a day and any Pikmin that are left outside of your party outside uh, at the end of the time limit, die. Oh. Uh, without it ever being completely referenced, I guess, in the games, if you went into like deep lore, I'm sure it would like come up, but basically um, uh, the premise is that the player, yeah, crash lands on a planet that would be Earth um, and you spend your time interacting with Earth, like Earth-like creatures, I guess, Stuff like small bugs and fish, frogs, beetles, stuff like that. They're all kind of like, you know, Pikmin inspired, but they are Earth Mm -hmm. creatures. Um, And you would interact by collecting treasures and things to rebuild ship parts and that. So there's human creations around that you would pick up, like a battery or or like a pair of sunglasses that you would collect because you're like miniature in the the Earth world. So a battery is like 50 times as big as a Pikmin, for instance. Like, well, not 50, but you know what I mean? They're like, they're way bigger. Yeah. Pick, yeah, pick, so that's, pick minuscules. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Thank you. Hmm. So that's that's what is Pikmin. But I guess the real question is, what are Pikmin? Look, who are Pikmin? What what are Pikmin? Okay, what are Pikmin? Who is Pikmin? Well, they are creatures that are part animal, part plant hybrid. Um, and I guess yeah, they they're they're common on the planet PNF four hundred four where the game play takes place, which is essentially the codename for Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're created by what's called an onion, <laughs> which is basically like a big onion-looking thing that stands up with three legs like a s- strange spaceship. All right? I can't. I, if I could show you right now, I would, but I'm not in the right area. I look forward to the day that we all praise onion yeah. as our god. So think... It's very versatile. Think of the aliens from War of the Worlds. Great film, by the way. Mm, mm. Uh, in terms of their big tentacle legs. Yes. It's kind of like that. 
but, but but it's only like you know it's probably like as high as that chip there on the screen but it's like got a couple of legs and sort of stands there yeah um so anything you kill can be turned into pikmin so once you've got some pikmin to move around the primary purpose of them is to carry things back to the base for you if you kill a frog for instance maybe five or so pikmin will pick it up and carry it back to the onion together and it'll be lifted up into the onion which then spurts out a bunch of seeds that float down and stick into the ground right um, and then you use your character to pluck the Pikmin out of the ground, ah. adding them to your party. So you sort of like re-resource the things that you kill into Pikmin. That's nice. The circle of life. Yeah. And then you can store Pikmin in the onion. So you can have usually 100 Pikmin out at a time during the day, but you might have like 600 Pikmin. So you got they're in the onion and whatever. And that onion can move around with you to different bases and all this stuff. This game has many layers. It does. It has a lot more layers than uh, you'd ever think, mm. this game. <laughs> um, so you control the Pikmin by your whistle. So whenever you throw a Pikmin at something, you can recall them um, into their unit with the whistle, which is like a large circle that expands as you as you use it. Um, so yeah, they use for attacking via fire being thrown at enemies or you can group them together and sort of charge them as a unit at something, which generally uh, serves best practice for the larger enemies as they attack a lot faster in a group. Um, and they can also yeah be used to carry things back to the base such as dead enemies, treasures or ship parts. Um, there's also a bunch of different types of Pikmin uh, as well, with each having certain benefits and downsides. And the thing, I think this is where the real fun and strategy of Pikmin comes in because... They all, do, they all do slightly different things. Even on the screen right now, you can see there's Pikmin that are blue. There's a couple of white ones. There's a bunch of sort of, you know, crystal looking ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you've got that 100 Pikmin limit. So choosing the right amount of different Pikmin types can be, is normally best practice uh, for completing certain missions or uh, uh, like at a good speed. Um, and for the record, you can go back to the Onion anytime during the day and swap out your Pikmin. Okay. But you're saving, you, you got to go back there. So, like, you've only got so much time. So, I'll go through the Pikmin types. So, there's a bunch of Pikmin types. Have you got any questions? No. That's good. Uh, I'm glad. It means we can get out of here and go play Pikmin oh. faster. Uh, so, we've got the red Pikmin. So, that's the standard, most standard type. It's on the box there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can withstand fire. And uh, it's good. It's a good good at fighting. They're generally good at uh, fighting other enemies. The red Pikmin. He does, red Pikmin doesn't look overly engaged in the world. He's got that. He's got that. Uh, they all have a bit of a like stoic, dead inside look. So what's that, what's that saying? There's something miles stare, ten miles stare. Ten. It could be anything we want. Could, Eleven mile. He's got a seventy-one mile stare. Eight mile. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, let's go with mile. eight mile stare. Eight mile stare. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> and it, but he says he just doesn't look engaged. Neither do the two next to him, to be fair, which I'll know you'll touch on shortly. But well, look, I mean, the blue one's kind of emotive. Look at him on that one. He's sort of leaning on an onion thing, and then that he's got his hands on his hips. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No red. The red ones just look like they're brain dead. It's just like put me in the put me in the firing lines. And it's just like a little. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain what it looks like. It's sort of like a. Just a very plain Pokemon almost, but not to be confused with actual Pokemon again. To me, they've always looked like a little, like, like a little vegetable. Yeah. Because you pluck them out of the ground from the leaf and then they kind of just spit out and they don't, they don't have any, like, distinctive features other than being, like, a little growth thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like a, I really don't know how to describe them visually. A humanoid carrot. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for, like, you know, that red one that's sort of lean. Some of them obviously change shape. 
a bit, but um, yeah, best way to describe them is just it's a carrot with eyeballs that can carry things. Arms and legs and eyes. Yeah. You yeah. said eyes. Yeah. Maybe there's more eyes. There's not. Mm. Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll have to go deep into the lore <laughs> of Pikmin. We'll have to we'll have to chase down Miyamoto and really ask the, the hard hitting questions. Oh yeah. Um so you got yellow Pikmin. So they're the second most standard type generally. Um and they can be thrown higher. So sometimes, you know, there might be something to get on a cliff, up a cliff or whatever, and you need to lob the Pikmin high. And you generally the yellow Pikmin are the ones that you can do that. Mm. Uh they're good at digging. Big so, wide ears, a bit like Dobby. Looks a bit like Dobby. Yeah, they do. It does look like Dobby. Never never thought of that. Hmm. Now it's going to hurt whenever they die because it's going to be Dobby dying every time. Harry Potter ripoff. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they're good at digging. Um, generally, you know, a lot of times there's treasures and different things in the ground you need to dig up. Uh, they can withstand electricity. So sometimes some enemies sort of like, you know, charge up and do like a burst of electricity or sometimes there's like electric gates around the areas that you have to sort of knock down and they're the ones that can sort of bash at the gate to knock it over. Um, they're okay at fighting, but not as good as the red red Pikmin and they can also carry bomb rocks to explode uh, walls to create pathways. The yellow Pikmin can carry the bomb rocks. They're very versatile. And then in Pikmin 1, carrying a bomb rock and uh, trying to get your Pikmin out of the way after you drop it and then having a bunch of Pikmin die is brutal. It hurts. I'm go- I'm guessing the original game would be harder to quickly react and move your Pikmin. Oh yeah, the 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 difference in uh, technical aspect between Pikmin one and four is <laughs> night and day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is hard. Pikmin one is very challenging game. Um, so we've got blue Pikmin. So they're more niche use case, but vital. So they can withstand the water slash move in water. Um, uh, so because sometimes you know you need to traverse underwater. For, for, for whatever reason, there'd be like a tunnel underwater or, or something in the water you need to pick up. Um, and those guys are what you need. And the main character can walk under the water already because you're wearing like a space suit with a helmet so they can kind of just walk wherever. But you can only take certain Pikmin. If you take Pikmin of a different color in the water, they'll start to drown. So you need to call them back to your unit and get them out of the water or else they'll die. Oh. Um, there's like a million reasons for Pikmin to die, basically. <laughs> they just always die. <laughs> to be honest, they just don't sound like they're designed for survival. Um, no, I mean, in essence, no one really even knows why they're helping at all. It's a good point. So, cause like, yeah, you always see like diary logs during the games and they're like, the Pikmin listen to me. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> so is they're, actually they're a just very log? obedient, you know, <laughs> and you just throw their lives away. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that they got diary logs. They're becoming self-aware. Yeah. Oh, there's so much, so much lore and logs in Pikmin. That's yeah. It's <laughs> That's endless. Cool. Um, you got the purple Pikmin. So they're strong as hell and they can carry 10 times the weight of other Pikmin. So they're good to bring with you. Um, yeah, if you need to carry something large and save time because, you know, 10 of them could be worth 100 Pikmin, for instance. Um, and they also are stronger in battle because of that and they do like a sort of ground pound thing when you throw them. So they can be really good for like stunning big enemies, doing lots of damage. Uh, but you don't often get a lot of them. Um I think the red, yellow, and blue Pikmin, you tend to get a lot of Pikmin in your party over time. Like they can sort of, you can keep spawning more, but some of the more niche Pikmin like purple, you don't often get an opportunity to get as many. Or else it'd be too easy because then you'd have like 100 purple Pikmin every time when, you know. Yeah, okay. So you don't often always get um, tons of availability for those. Because um, the red, 
the red, blue, and yellow Pikmin generally they have their own onions, or or in Pikmin three and four their onions kind of like fuse together to make one. Mm-hmm. But there's no like purple onion or or like a or you know so the ice Pikmin will get into the, there's no like ice Pikmin onion. So you can you can t- continuously regenerate like the red and yellow ones as long as you bring stuff back, but you can't really continuously regenerate some of the other ones. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then we've got white Pikmin, um, and they're they're in Pikmin. Uh, I think there's one on here. I actually have them in my party. White Pikmin at the moment on Pikmin 4. But those are in, yeah, Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 4. And they um, they are resistant to poison attacks. Uh, and they, they're very fast moving, Pikmin. And they can sometimes dig up treasures that are unseen. I think they like have more of a sixth sense for some stuff um, in the dirt, you know. So they're sort of handy to take around. But I, I, admittedly, I very, very rarely use them. Sounds like a they've dabbled in witchcraft at one point or another. Mm. Well, there is a Pikmin that's kind of could be more like that. We'll get to. Oh. Yeah. Um, we've got Rock Pikmin. And these are in Pikmin 3 and 4. So this this guy on the bottom right there. This is a big boulder thing. Yes. Um, they, are, they have like hard shells, which allows them to destroy crystal or glass-based structures slash walls. Um, uh, and they're de- they're really decent for fighting because they do really good damage. So sometimes a lot of enemies have like a rock shell on top that you have to like break through to to take them down, kind of thing. So you like lob a bunch of rock Pikmin on their back to hit- destroy the shell, and then lob all the red Pikmin on them to actually to finish them off, kind of thing. Um, so rock Pikmin are pretty vital to have, I think. So you're just uh, when you're talking about throwing the Pikmin, so you're the captain, and he, they literally he literally lobs them. Yeah, ready? You want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which just chucks them away. You just lob them. And so you aim and you lob them and throw them at things. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So it makes an... Op- Actually, I'll turn it up. Maybe the mic will pick it up. You'll hear the sound. And they all sound different. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. What a wacky game. Yeah, very. <laughs> Um, a couple more. So we got winged Pikmin. Um, they're like little little Pikmin that have, well, yeah, that have wings. They they can fly over water and sort of low barriers, which <clears throat> allows them to carry stuff uh, using a lot of shortcuts and saving a lot of time. But they but they're really bad at fighting. They're not strong. So um, yeah, they're sort of like a double edged sword. You wouldn't bring them even with you unless you know you're gonna try to transport things quickly. Um. And then yeah, and then Pikmin Four, we got Ice Pikmin. They're new to new to Pikmin Four, so they they can freeze enemies um, and can freeze water, allowing for other types to walk across the water. Um, and they're really OP at fighting, actually, because they pretty much every enemy in the game are fought in Pikmin Four. You can lob a ton of Ice Pikmin at it to freeze it, mm-hmm. and then lob other Pikmin on it to finish it off pretty easily. They sort of make a lot of the enemies not very challenging. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've got like yeah, that's what I was just throwing there, Ice Pikmin. I basically always have them with me. Um, there is one called a Bulbman, which is a, like an ultra-resistant large Pikmin. It's only in Pikmin 2. It's sort of like a big... Uh, it's like, it looks like the big sort of beetle frog-looking enemy, but it's um, friendly, I guess. Oh. But they're only in Pikmin 2. Okay. And then uh, last one is the Glow Pikmin. So they're new in Pikmin 4, and they only come out at night. Uh, and they can group together to create like a big, large energy blast attack. Um and then they always come back to the leader after whatever you do without being whistled. So whatever you, whenever you use them and they 
carry something back to base, they'll always fly back to the leader. Um, but yeah, they're only available at night and they, um, they're like a very specific use case in Pikmin 4. So if they're only available at night, does that mean that you have a limited time to use them because you've got to do it before the sun rises or something? Yeah. So right? there's night expeditions in Pikmin 4 where you have to... Where it's basically like a tower defense type setup rather than the standard real-time events during the day. And you have to use the glow Pikmin at night to um, to protect all the bases and whatever. Um, and there's like a timer for that. So um, night, night is only in Pikmin 4. <clears throat> the other games don't have night. Okay. time if you go basically in the other games at uh there's like the, yeah the day time limit and if it gets to night time uh that's the end of the day and you all sort of pack up and you get in the spaceship and whatever and you fly up into space <clears throat> for the night you like leave the planet and you ho- hover in orbit all night and the onion flies up with you and follows you mm-hmm. um, but in pikmin 4 it's a bit different you sort of stay on the ground the whole time and there's a night there's an option to do night expeditions to get all this, you know, whatever perks that you get from it, um, which is fine. There's, there's, they're both fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all the uh, Pikmin types. What do you reckon? And you're going to tell us your favorite? Um, oh my, yeah, my favorite. I feel like if I probably use the yellow ones the most, just because they're, as we said, the most versatile ones. They're probably they're slightly worse at fighting the red, but I feel like they can do a lot more. Um, and obviously, you can throw them a lot higher, so it sort of works out. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I, I like the rock ones. I just like the... They're so strong, and they really clunk on enemies. When you keep lobbing them, it's good. And do they complement each other well? Or is it uh, like... Obviously, you get your right combinations, like you said. You can freeze one and then throw rocks mm-hmm. to break them sort of thing. But do they... Are there many automatic uh, sort of... I don't know, compliments that they give each other or do you have to sort it out yourself? Is um, that, if that makes sense. I think it's more sorting out yourself. I don't think anything's that straightforward. I think it's more dependent on the area you're in. So you sort of go between a bunch of different zones. Like, you know, once you've collected enough of this area, it'll unlock the next area for whatever reason. Like in Pikmin 4, for instance, it's about um, bringing back enough resources to... Um, update your ship's radar distance and then you'll be able to see more areas where there was like distress calls coming from the person you're trying to find. So then you'll unlock a new area and then in each new area, there's different, completely different set of uh, enemies and um, obstacles to go by. For instance, the second area in Pikmin 4 is very like, I guess it's more like foresty. So that area is probably, you'd be using a lot more red Pikmin for general fighting. And maybe some like white Pikmin for poisonous type stuff. But then the third area is very like beachy water. So most of the time in that area, I was kind of just running with a lot of ice Pikmin and a lot of blue Pikmin mm-hmm. the whole time. So yeah, it's, I think it's just dependent on the, the area you're in mostly. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 all the Pikmin types. That's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. But... That's been over four games over 20 years. So, I don't know. I feel like there would could have been more than that, really. I mean, it's like, what, 10? Uh, yeah, 10. So, 10 when you, uh, so, when you get to... By the time you get to Pikmin 4, are you thinking <clears throat> as in like, yeah, they should have had, you know, five new ones each each time or a complete different set of them? 
Each time, um, or does it story wise, does it make sense for the to be consistently the same types? I think it's good friendly carryover. Um, I just mean maybe there could have been a bit more um, creativity in terms of a few more types because you know in Pikmin, well yeah, Pikmin two and Pikmin four both just have two new types each, and in Pikmin four there's the the ice Pikmin's very very prominent as a new type but then the glow pikmin's the other type which is only in the night expeditions which are very like small part of the game so it's really just one Mm -hmm. um but i think pikmin 4 is probably a different case on that because that involves uh the dog ochi which is on the bottom right of the cover there and it's it's the yellow thing on screen screen that all the pikmin keep jumping on well yeah animation so we can ride him ah so ochi is uh this like dog you can get that's kind of its own i don't think it's really explained yet but it's clear that he's his own kind of pikmin because he has a sort of leaf tail right but um he's like a companion in pikmin 4 so and he adds a ton of new gameplay options that weren't in any of the other games so i think that's probably a good uh, in a good uh option in, to include a, other than new pikmin type yeah the world would be wild if dogs grew from the earth yeah well, yeah, he was just kind of there at the start of the game and that was it. There's not, not a lot of explanation. <laughs> yeah, <so. okay. laughs> um, but yeah, Ochi's good. But yeah, Pikmin, Pikmin, Pikmin 1 released on June 14th, 2002 in Australia. Developed by Nintendo EAD, the software development division of Nintendo. So it was real in-house. Uh, it was re-released for Nintendo Wii as new play control Pikmin. With uh, Wii pointer controls added. And a microphone? Um, so, no, you probably could talk, not. so you could talk to your Pikmin? I don't know. I doubt it. Mm. The Wii, it, it would have made sounds out of the Wiimote. The Wiimote has a speaker on it. Mm. Sometimes fun little sounds, probably. I, I imagine the throwing sound probably came out of the Wii remote. I mm. haven't played that version. Uh, and it was re-released on Nintendo Switch as Pikmin, as Pikmin 1 in 2023, for very recently. So the game is just called Pikmin. But uh, the newest re-release, it's called Pikmin 1. And that's disgusting. Yeah. It's like it's pretty, should just be self-explanatory, right? It's just called Pikmin. Yeah, and given that they're not Roman numerals, seeing that number one with the the sand, uh, with the uh, serif on it or whatever it's called, you know, those little... I don't know what they're called. <laughs> you know, the little lick at the top of the one and the straight line at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. It looked terrible. I think it's just the... Just the line and the little flick, no bottom. Mm. From memory, yeah. Uh, it's important we find out. But I don't know. We can find out. Well, I'm gonna buy the 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 car hard copy next month, so we'll look at it. We'll look at it very very closely together. And then we can throw it if we need to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So that was Pikmin one, and I played Pikmin. So I only played him this year. I only first played Pikmin this year. Um. And I've managed to play Pikmin one. And Pikmin three and Pikmin four now. Um, I haven't oh, played Pikmin two. Yes, of course. But I I'll get there at some point. But I've played three of the four this year. I'm 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 at the very end of Pikmin four. I'm on the very last level, right about the the end. So I'm about to finish it. Um, and yeah, Pikmin one was Pikmin one's very it's hard, super hard. So basically, in Pikmin one, you play as uh, Captain Olimar, who's yeah the main the main sort of guy of Pikmin. Um, who he crash lands a ship on this planet or whatever. He's like going between areas in space and he he's trying to get home and he crash lands on the planet that's essentially Earth and he has to figure out how to get home because his ship parts blew all over the place or whatever. 
and um you um yeah he finds pikmin and he starts controlling the pikmin and all that and the thing about pikmin one is that it's the hardest game for sure that i've played and it's the darkest as well because basically the premise is that you is that you've got 30 days before your oxygen runs out and if you don't get all of your ship parts done and leave in 30 days pikmin uh, olimar dies and he actually does at the end he full-on dies he just suffocates um so it's survival horror yeah in a way and I mean, it's it's an early GameCube game, so it looks gross enough to be horror. <laughs> that that game case is, like I said, it's it's quite disgraceful. Even the classification being centered left. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Not not even bottom left or bottom right. The bottom left is a blue Pikmin, so maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they made a choice to uh, to not cover the blue Pikmin on the bottom of the case there. <laughs> oh, it's hideous. Yeah, that big that big thing in the middle. Yeah, so that's a bowl bulb. And that's what I was saying, the Bulbman, it's kind of like a Pikmin version of one of those dudes. Right. Yeah, so that's like one of the core enemies of the game, I guess. Um, Disgusting. Yeah, it's they're not pretty. Mm. They're unique, I'll, I'll say that much. <laughs> um, yeah, so Pikmin 1, it's it's very hard. It's very hard. I feel like there's, compared to Pikmin 3 and Pikmin 4, there's just so many more chances for uh, Pikmin to die. It's so much harder to get your Pikmin out of the way. Um, and, and because the technology is a lot older, it's a lot harder to get your Pikmin to follow you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think generally, like say, you Pikmin 3 and 4, there's no problem. If you're going over a bridge, you Pikmin, they kind of just file up and they get over. In Pikmin 1, oh my God, you got, you kind of got to like keep whistling them to keep the pack like condensed in a tight line to get them over the bridge you can okay, like scoot them over there so half of them don't fall off the sides and uh, you know because if you just stop whistling they'll sort of spread out and they just go all over the place um it's it's a challenge so it's, it's like sheep challenge. herding yeah in a way yeah yeah really he needed a um a german shepherd at the back of the line <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah but uh yeah pikmin ones it's pretty tough and the final boss is super hard i think i had like I basically had like four or five hundred Pikmin in total in my onion or whatever by the end of the game. And I only had about 80 left by the time I beat the final boss. Like I was almost out and I was going to have to just go back and resource Pikmin for hours to get more. Oh, no. I was, it was so hard. I just kept dying and dying and dying. And I, I just luckily beat it on the very last <laughs> attempt. And if you had have run out, would you have gone back or would you just called it, quit, you know, called it a day? I would have gone back, but I would have only had maybe one more chance one or two more chances at the final boss by the time I collected enough Pikmin because I was going to run out of oxygen. <laughs> so I was like, it was real stress. <laughs> that's a br- that's brutal early uh, 2000s gaming. Oh, so brutal. I, I, I seriously doubt many young people who got Pikmin as a gift when the GameCube launched finished that game because it's, it's not easy. Oh, not easy. It's, it's so much harder to understand than the new games, obviously, because there's a lot less like general. The user experience is harder to follow. There's a lot less like instruction, things like that. Oh, it's very tough. <laughs> but I'm really glad I played it, it the, and I'm glad I played that first. It's my first Pikmin game. It was good to get that out of the way. It would have been really hard to go back to it after playing Pikmin Four. Um, so it's I'm really glad I played it. Pikmin Two came out in November fourth, two thousand four, um, and same same. Uh, development team re-released for the Wii as New Play Control Pikmin 2 and uh, re-released Nintendo Switch as Pikmin 2 in 2023 and those two released 
uh, sorry, are going to release in September as a, a hard ca- hard copy called Pikmin 1 plus 2, where you get both. So I'm going to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as I said, I haven't played Pikmin 2 before, but I do know that you can control two different characters and you kind of got to do a bit of management between the two. And that is why I like Pikmin 3 a lot. So Pikmin 3 released on July sorry, July 27, 2013 um, and re-released in 2020 as Pikmin 3 Deluxe for Nintendo Switch and originally released on the Nintendo Wii U, which is the version I played this year. Um, so basically in Pikmin 3, you, you, you control three different characters and this is where the strategy, I think, of all the, the Pikmin games I've played is the best because... You have a certain, you know, you've got a certain time limit. And you've got three different playable characters at once, and you can split them up with their own units of Pikmin, and you can constantly go between them while you're playing and make sure they're doing the right thing because they'll keep because all the Pikmin and the characters keep doing their stuff that you command them to do while you're not looking. So like you know, if you if you can if you ask a group of Pikmin to carry something back to base, like it'll it'll do it. Mm-hmm. You can go wherever you want. The, the Pikmin will still walk back to base, even though they're not on screen kind of thing. Okay. So as you control three different groups of Pikmin, three different units, um, you got to really manage it and time, time manage it. It's fun. Yeah, okay. I think that's like the best, that's like the best example of Pikmin to me. Um, is Captain Olimar still in it? So Captain Olimar is, um, he's not one of the playable characters, but you're sort of looking for him. Um, or not, maybe you're not, not necessarily looking for him, like that's not the primary goal, but as the game goes on, you sort of like recover um, his diary and you sort of figure out where he where he is and you got to find him and all this stuff. Uh. And that's kind of the same thing that's happening in Pikmin Four. I'm looking trying to save Captain Olimar again. He's just always lost. He sucks. He always crashes his ship and he just gets lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're playing as three specific characters in Pikmin Three. I can't remember their names, um, but they're just part of some like rescue rescue team or, or something. Um, and yeah, I love Pikmin. I love Pikmin three. So you basically you like look at the TV screen, and you control your Pikmin and where they move and how they and tap uh, throw them with the gamepad with the stylus. So you're like looking at the screen, and you're moving your stylus around on the gamepad, and you tap tap to throw them. You can see where you're pointing from the gamepad onto the TV. All the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that brings us to four, or maybe not yet. But I'm I've got a million. I'm very keen to hear. If that feature's still in number four. Don't spoil <laughs> it for me yet. You do it in your own time, but well, I have serious concerns. <laughs> Pikmin four. The new the new one. There's a lot of uh you know what? Before we get to Pikmin four, let's wait till the end. Wait till the very end to talk about Pikmin four, because it's right on my brain, so I got things to say about it. Uh I'll just say Pikmin three, I love Pikmin three. Right now, Pikmin 3 is, is my favorite one still, even though I'm playing Pikmin 4. Um, but there might maybe that'll change by the end of Pikmin 4 when I'm mm. right at the end, so I probably won't. But uh, Pikmin 3 is a great game. I would say anyone that wants to get into Pikmin, uh, there's a um, huge like five hours, first five hours of the game, you can play demo of Pikmin 3 on the Switch. So just download that and try it. That's definitely the best way to try Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Um and Pikmin 3 is a beautiful game too. Like visually, it just looks so good. It's a great looking game. A huge jump from that I had from Pikmin 1 on GameCube to Pikmin 3 on Wii U. <laughs> what, year, what, year did, what year did it come out again? Number 3? Uh, 2013. That's a... Yeah. 
Oh, and of course. Sorry, I'm looking at this. Yeah, you got the Switch copy there, and that did that threw me a bit because, uh, of course, it re-released on the Switch. Yeah, but I was looking at that thinking, "Wow, the Switch has been out since 2013." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And Pikmin, I will say, Pikmin Three brings back the uh, like Pikmin Three. Uh, sorry, Pikmin Two went away from the mechanic of running out of time. You know, like in Pikmin One, you run out of oxygen. Pikmin Two doesn't have that, as far as I know. But Pikmin Three brought it back in a, in a different way. That wasn't so sadistic. Yeah. Well, yeah. So basically, you collect a lot of different fruits from around the world, and you use the fruit to make different juices. And every every few fruits makes one juice, and you the team basically drinks one like juice per day. And if you ever run out of juice, you'll die, essentially. <sighs> but you'd have to be. It's a lot. Um, it's way more lenient than Pikmin One. Like you'd have to be really bad at the game to stuff it up, yeah, or okay. like you'd have to be a little kid. Is it too easy? Um, I wouldn't say it's too easy. I think that game's like a good balance, but the there could be a little bit more challenge. There is actually on Pikmin Three Deluxe. Um, yeah, there's an adjustable difficulty. They did add a harder mode for it on Pikmin Three Deluxe, which I haven't played, but I would consider it. I reckon it'd be fun to do it at a bit. For with a bit more challenge, mm-hmm. um, but it's at the same time. I feel like when you play a, a few Pikmin games, you almost get too good at them. It's like now Pikmin Four, like I'm too good at throwing the Pikmin and just knowing how to rush things. Like I do things so fast. Whereas when you're learning Pikmin, I think the the most fun you can have in Pikmin is the learning experience <clears throat> and when you fail. Mm. <clears throat> but now in Pikmin Four, there's no way I could fail. Well, and I'm not sure you've played it in the way that they ever intended or thought people would be able to, which is uh, all four games. Oh, sorry, three of the four games in about a three-week period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three-week period. I, it's, I, I've actually played Pikmin 1 all the way back in January. This Jesus. Year. Um, and I can't remember when I played Pikmin 3. It was probably like April or something. I took a break between and I came back and um, now Pikmin 4. Well, I never it's been s- a Pikmin kind of year. This Last year was my Metroid year and this year is my Pikmin year. Well, I never actually have. I've never actually seen you play any of these games. Just talk about them. Yeah. When you first started talking about them, because I just thought the series was always weird looking. I know you refer. You, you'd mentioned that you wanted to play them, but when you're actually playing them, I never knew if you were serious or not. Because you'd always say <laughs> it in a sort of a in a bit of a shit stirring tone or like sarcastic well, tone. So I was just thinking, yeah, he's just he's taking the Mickey out of a series that nobody really knows what it is, and I mm. thought that is on brand for Pikmin. Because who the hell knows what this is? And yeah. then it turned out you actually ordered number four and it came in the mail. I thought, <laughs> he's actually played them. Yeah. It, in fairness, I feel like there is a high chance of sarcasm if someone says, I'm going home to play Pikmin tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably a lot, not true. Yeah. But it is when I say it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because um, I'm one of those weirdos that owns three of the four Pikmin games right in front of you. <laughs> and you're going to own four of them soon and it's... Uh... You may be, you you may be a national treasure at that point. Yeah. Well, I'm just really excited, honestly, to have all four games on on Switch, just all together. Mm. That's just I think that's perfect that they've done that. So they're just all in one place. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty cool. And playing Pikmin on handheld on Switch is very fun. It's I feel like I I'm a lot more inclined to play it more often because I can play it in my hands rather than setting up the, um, you know, playing on the GameCube earlier in the year or setting up the Wii U gamepad and all that stuff. It just seems like such a hassle, but playing on the Switch is just bang. You're in straight away. It's saved. Like you just put it to sleep where you are, bang, go again. Mm-hmm. So good. 
right, quickly before we get Pikmin 4. So there's two other Pikmin games out there. Um, the first one's called Hey Pikmin. And it was for the Nintendo 3DS in uh, 2017, July 29, 2017. And it was developed by Arzest. Oh. Uh, a third-party developer. Other notable games developed being Wii Play Motion, Street Pass, Mii Plaza, uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story Remake, and the upcoming Sonic Superstars. Whoa. Yeah. Hello. Unfortunately, this game is hated by everybody. Well, so, I mean, Sonic I'm- Superstars may be in for a, <laughs> a bad time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I tried to act excited about Sonic. I hope it came across. Yeah. Um, this game, I've never played this game before. Oh, actually, I, I did play a demo once. I didn't hate it, but I didn't know. I'd never played Pikmin at that point. Mm. It's basically a 2D platformer. It's not a. It's not the same as normal Pikmin. Um, and I think generally it's just not loved. It's just not what Pikmin fans want, really. Those awkward... Mario Mario Party 8, 9 spin-off. <laughs> yeah, Mario Party. Silly cut. The things. top 100 and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's out there. I mean, I think it's it'd be very hard to find these days, a copy of it. It came out after the Switch had already launched on 3DS, so there wouldn't be many around. And Pikmin, Pikmin's already a, not a very high-selling franchise. <laughs> it is, so it's, <laughs> I, doubt, I, I would be surprised if it sold over. 750,000 units. Yeah, that would be way more than they probably did. Um, and the last game before Pikmin 4 is Pikmin Blue, which is for iOS and Android. And it was released October 27, 2021 and developed by Niantic and Nintendo. Niantic being known for Pokemon Go. So there's a Pikmin game that's like Pokemon Go on, on phones where you walk around and you, you pluck Pikmin and all these different, save up Pikmin, all these different <laughs> things. Yeah, I've never tried it before. Yeah. But maybe I should because I do like Pikmin. <laughs> I think it's uh, the the evolution of Pikmin or just the general timeline is uh, it's quite a strange one. Mm. When you think the first three came out, you know, over 11 years, yep. which is a long time for three games really, but you'd think it would be sensible. Yeah. But given it was, what, two years and then two years, then nine yeah. years. And, they did, and then, they did re-release the first two on Wii in between as well with the new controls. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But then effectively ten or 10 years between three and four, Yep. But then they they obviously, they must have seen it because it is like a bit of a, you know, if you look at it, you think if it was on like a high-end, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, phone or if it was maybe even iPad, it looks like it would be pretty suitable for an iPad, for example. Yeah. Big screen, so at least yeah. you can see what space is around you. So you think attempting the smaller mobile games is probably a good idea, but maybe they, they were just thinking at that time, like, look, the series doesn't sell well. It's a weird game. Mm. Nobody's missing it. How about we just... Try these, you know, random spin-offs. Or at least these platforms to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Then obviously they mustn't have worked. So they went, all right. Well, we did. They they must have just felt felt obligated to <laughs> do a full console release again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a it's just a very confusing little uh, timeline it's got as a series. Yeah, it is. I think um, I think Pikmin Four was actually first spoken about briefly by Miyamoto all the way back near the launch of the Wii U. That's okay. how long there was in, like, thoughts of the fans. It took so long to come out. Um, and it's clear Shigeru Miyamoto loves Pikmin because even I've watched videos of the Super, uh, the, the Super Mario theme park and there's little Easter eggs. You can, they can, you can find a couple of little Pikmin around the park hiding behind things and different stuff like that. So they, he clearly loves them. Yeah. But they're just not... 
Pikmin's just not a, it's not a money maker for them at all, you know. No, it's, it's, well, it's in a really funny spot, but I'm really happy that hopefully they make more games. I'm really happy that they still consider it something they should do for the fans that it's got, you know. Well, it sounds like it, it does rely solely on that one friend in a high place, yeah. keeping them relevant. Oh yeah, because we've seen we've seen better series die faster than this. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's relying on me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's got two friends in high hopefully places. This of course. Ex- hopefully, the exposure we give in this episode is going to ma- get them to make Pikmin Five. <laughs> well, now that everyone knows it's not Pokemon. Well, yeah, that's huge. Mm. Yeah. But to be fair, if they thought it was Pokemon, wouldn't you think they would make it sell about 50 times more? <laughs> That's probably all of its sales. Yeah. I might have just killed it. Yeah. All right. Well, lastly, Pikmin 4, yeah, released only last month on July 21st. I've been playing it for about, I think, I'm not sure what my game file is, say, my game time. I think my game time is probably like between 20 and 25 hours now, um, which is pretty long for a Pikmin game. I think it only took me like, I don't know, 13-ish hours to finish Pikmin 3. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, in Pikmin 4, I've been doing every single zone, everything 100%. I haven't been just going through it. Um, and that is, you know, partly because of the, what I, like I was saying, being able to just pick it up and play it on your Switch, it just makes me want to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, yeah, Pikmin 4, it's a little different story <clears throat> than the other ones, but it's kind of incorporating a lot more human-type elements in it. Like instead of being in just like on earth in a wherever, you're kind of in like a, you're in like a big house's backyard mm-hmm. in different areas of the backyard. And then the final level I'm in, I'm, I'm actually inside the house. The final level is like in the living room of a house. Um, right now I'm in a, I'm in a dungeon. So don't look at that. There's like special dungeons with like light levels that you got to complete that are a bit harder. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I'm like inside a house right now. Well, yeah, the one on the box. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's different. It's, it's probably, like you said before, did they carry over the strategic nature from Pikmin 3? Um, I'd say no. You only play as one character, but there is the opportunity to split between two because you can, uh, switch between actually controlling Ochi the dog and the human character with their own little groups of Pikmin units. So Mm -hmm. you can do two at a time. Um, but definitely not the micromanagement that you did in Pikmin 3. And not obviously the... Given that you can play it on your handheld mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Um, I'm guessing there's not even that track, you know, that uh, stylus sort of thing you're referring to for number three where you can mm. shoot on the map on your on the handheld and it pops up on screen sort of thing. No. I'm not sure if there's a option to use motion controls for aiming the pointer like with the joy cons there might be um because you can you can you can also do that with pikmin 3 like you can use a wii remote and just point instead of using the gamepad that kind of thing so there might be that option but i've just been using the buttons and it's a bit more how do i i don't know if it it, it feels almost too easy because the there's such a hard lock on on enemies with your cursor that you can almost never miss whereas in pikmin 1 like you had to be very precise with your throwing mm-hmm. and you like my accuracy was probably less than 50%. Whereas in Pikmin three, uh, four, my accuracy would be like 99% <laughs> because the lock on is so strong. Um, and the way it's set up and you just kind of, you know, slam the button to, to get them on there, whatever. Mm. Um, so it's Pikmin four. I, de- I definitely really like it. It's just, it's just too easy. 
It's actually too easy, but I, I have heard that there is a, and maybe spoilers, apologies for anyone that's playing it, but there, apparently there is a, um, a, a post-game set of missions or story part um, where you get to play as Captain Olimar and it's a lot harder and it features the um, like countdown similar like to Pikmin 1. Ah. So I'm looking forward to doing that and seeing if it's a lot more challenging. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's not part of the main game. Because I was going to ask you that, given that number one was challenging, but number three was your favourite, do you feel still like even between three and four? Uh, I don't know. Did you Do you wish that they were ultimately as challenging as number one? Like, would that make a perfect game? No, I don't think I need them to be that hard. I think it's just like when you've done Pikmin 3 and there's this real sense of strategic nature to it, and then you pull that away. It just feels a bit, um, makes it feel a little bit more shallow overall. Yeah. But mm. I think the fact that you had that strategic thinking you had to do in Pikmin 3 made it slightly harder than it really was, even if it wasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, Pikmin 3 is definitely my favorite. Uh, but Pikmin 4 has definitely got a lot of charm. I mean, the Ochi the dog's like such a good addition. You can get a zip around so fast and. Pikmin 4 is so, more, so much more expanded. There's tons of a huge range of like multiple different main missions, side missions. There's upgradable um, spacesuit armor. There's You can upgrade the dog for tons of different stuff. There's like, it's it's way bigger in scope than the other games. But I think just generally the gameplay, the core gameplay peaked uh, in my experience of Pikmin 3 so far. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of that lock-on as well, I think uh, lock-ons are... I don't know. There's something that can make or break a game. Mm. I, I playing something that we're reviewing next week. I think. Who knows when episodes are getting arranged? <laughs> but I won't spoil it just in case. Yeah. But another game uh, we're reviewing uh, around about this time is uh, that has a lock-on feature. And I always think playing the game, like thank God for that lock-on feature, because I would my accuracy would literally be twenty percent mm. under. Like it would be so hard. Yeah. But at the same time, I really hate that everyone's accuracy, or even just general performance level, yeah. is based on the game's assistance. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so lock-ons, yeah, and any games that can like that that you mentioned for Pikmin, if you lock, if it's a hard lock-on and you can't miss, it's just like you just go into auto autopilot sometimes. Which is a yeah, shame. That's It'd be what good. It's yeah. like Pikmin mm. Four. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I know that there's some. You know, even some shooters have like a uh, an assisted lock on. So it's just if you happen to be within like a, you know, a two meter radius of that person, mm-hmm. or um, you know, if you're near near enough, good enough, basically. But if, yep. you're, if you're far enough, or, but if you're facing the other direction, you know, it's, you know, like in games where you don't actually know where the enemy is, and you just click aim, and it shows you where they are. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing really annoys me. So. Yeah, the lock-on, the lock-on feature. Uh, I can see how it would make a game like this just a bit too easy. Yeah, it's very like you you, you really can't get around it. Um, so yeah, it, it's sort of a bummer. And like the, a lot of the fun of the other games is, I, I get why people would want to have like have some lock-on, but part of the fun of the game is trying to be accurate and, and and sometimes enemies have specific parts of their body that you have to hit like you know there'd be like a big beetle has like a hard shell and sometimes it only opens up sometimes to be able to attack it rather you know so on pikmin one and three when i played them you have to be very precise with your aiming to get the pikmin on there for the brief time you can 
And yes, you have to do that for Pikmin 4, but the lock-on is automatically on it as long as you're in the right direction, in spot. So you can throw, you could probably throw like two to three times the amount of the same Pikmin in Pikmin 4 on there as you could in Pikmin 3 or 1. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just a little bit flat in that regard. But but the presentation and all the story and, and everything else in Pikmin 4 is really good. Like overall, it's still, I would give it like an 8 or 9 out of 10 probably, generally. It's mm-hmm. just that the gameplay... Um, the moment-to-moment gameplay just doesn't feel as fun or refined as the other ones because they don't give you the um, ability to fail. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. and that's a, and that's a that, that's something that I've struggled with. Um, you know, gaming today, even with even playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which I finished recently. Mm. Um, you sort of, uh, I don't know. You can be challenged in ways that are really, you know, almost exhausting. Where, like, say, boss fights, for example. You can, you know, if you die, you have to start the whole thing again, even though there's cutscenes halfway through. It doesn't give you checkpoints throughout. Yeah. But there's other times uh, where, you know, if you, it's it's sort of yeah, like jumping off a ledge, for example. If you jump off a ledge, you automatically teleport straight back to where you were. So mm-hmm. it doesn't, it goes from punishing you a lot for, um, in the hard moments, but then in the simple deaths, like in the simple moments, which are just you not focusing or forgetting how to jump like a coordinated mm. person, and they take you back immediately to where you fell off yep. in the same real time as in the enemies are still in the same health and everything. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a bit cheap. Yeah. You know, it's just two it's just polar opposites. Yeah. Um, I, again, in the moment, I'm totally stoked for it because I, I fall off edges all the time and I <laughs> feel like an idiot and I'm relieved that I don't have to go through it all again. But yeah. Again, they're trying to avoid anyone being frustrated um, at themselves. Yeah. Um, and the game, and I know, sorry, I know this is Pikmin. We're talking about Jedi. This That's a game where uh, a lot of any frustrations come because the game doesn't quite react as quick as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a shame that Pikmin, if the, number one was so challenging, um, that they sort of stripped it back to just be so forgiving. Yeah. It makes you feel a bit like an idiot as well. Yeah, it would be interesting uh, now though after playing three and four to maybe go back and try one and, and knowing like being a lot better at playing Pikmin if it would be still as hard or I would breeze through it. Mm. It'd be interesting. Maybe when I get on Switch, I'll just try it and just see um, or or with Pikmin 2. But um, yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, well, that was Pikmin. My, uh, my, only, my only burning question is how likely would you be to giving Pikmin a go after hearing about what Pikmin is? Hey, well, you've got Pikmin 3 there. I've got a Switch. i got Pikmin 4 there too. That's true. <laughs> but I should start at 3. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, well, yeah, I'm happy for you to yep. take it. I would say, um, if anything, just da- download the Pikmin 3 demo and just start the game. Because what if, if you... Um, any All your save data from that, because it's just the start of the game for like 3 to 5 hours, if you liked it and wanted to keep playing, you put it in the game, it just transfers over, you just keep going. Oh. So... All right, that's that for you. That's what I did with Pikmin 4. When that demo came out, Jake and I were playing. Yeah, all my data from that transferred straight into Pikmin 4. So, uh, I see. Um, yeah, I'd say give it a go, but if you don't like it, that's fine. Most people don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't, but that's fine. Um, yeah. So my question is, uh, who is Pikmin? Well, we don't talk about Pikmin. He's in prison. <laughs> 
It's a he. Ah, uh, we're onto something. They are in prison. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than one of them. Yeah, well, yeah. There's Which way are we going? There's a hundred at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. the serious burning question. So there's been two years since for the second game, as mentioned before, mm. then another nine years to the third, and then ten years to the fourth. Mm. Now that you've played them all in, in a short short term, do you think that those gaps in between games were necessary? Or, and, and that's probably includes consideration for you of how long you're willing to wait for number five. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like some hardcore fan. Like I really like the games, but <laughs> I think there's like a very hardcore community for Pikmin Online. And I think if they had to wait another 10 years for Pikmin 5, they would absolutely burst. But it doesn't really bother me either way. I'm not, I'm not like, especially now that Pikmin 4 is kind of like, I don't, I think it's slightly worse than Pikmin 3. I just think, oh, I'm not like clamoring for a new Pikmin game. But I, I don't think it should take that long. Yeah. Like they should definitely be making one Pikmin per console if they want to keep the series going. Yeah. So what would you want to considering, see? Sorry, considering hmm. Pikmin 4 is, or like I think already definitely the highest selling Pikmin game they've had and it's only been a few weeks. So like odds are they'll make another in a shorter period of time. Yeah. And what do you, what do you want from it? I just want it to be as uh, strategic as it can be. Yeah. Like the, they don't need to, the story is so simple. Like, and the, the premise is what it is. It's been the same for every game. So just make it as, um, make it really strategic and like, you know, maybe put in like a more hardcore difficulty mode for people that want to actually do all the time management stuff. And rather than just, cause Pikmin 4 is just, it's honestly just like having a relaxing stroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. uh, but yeah, I, I want it to be feel a bit stressful. That 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 was the fun of the other games. Not the yeah, Pikmin three is not like super stressful, but you know what I mean. I just want there to be an element of stress. Yeah, and you want to earn the victory. Yeah, an element of interesting um, strat- strategic mechanics. If they can think of something new, great. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, I would play if they make one. I'll play it. I, I would not play it. I, I like it, but they can do it whenever they want, really. And Nintendo will do it whenever they want. That's they won't true. do it because you want it. That's, That's true. for sure. Yeah. Unless we, like we said, find Miyamoto and pin him down and um, verse him for the... What did we say at the start? We're going to verse him for the Pikmin franchise. Oh, no, was that Mario Party last last <laughs> episode? I can't remember. I don't remember any. I don't recall any of that, to be honest. I think that was the Hudson but. Soft. We're going to find them and... Um, uh, we were going to challenge them for to make the new Mario Party. That's right. <laughs> Last time out. I don't know. Look, regardless of what we're happened. All our episodes are starting to fuse in one. I have no idea anymore. Could have been a dream. Not sure, but look, I hope you uh, you sort your beef out with Shiggy or uh, Hudson Soft. Yes. Well, any anyone that's yeah anyone uh, that's listening today, I would say if you want to try Pikmin, yeah, like I said, demos for three and four that are very substantial, both available on, on Nintendo Switch. So um, definitely try them. Why well, not? why not? Well, Will, thank you so much for that introduction to Pikmin. And uh, I learned a lot. I, I have I've uh, seen in about 10 steps of gameplay more than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I actually know even remotely what it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it sounds like a very wholesome series. That um, It is that uh, should be checked out by people just wanting to step away from those core series that sort of take up a lot of your you know hearts and minds 
just a step into something else just for a little bit of a freshen up. It's the perfect game to play when you think, I just want to try something really different. Just try Pikmin. Because mm. I can't think of any game that's like Pikmin. Because it's not even like a traditional RTS. It's different to that. So there's nothing really in its same genre. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Try Pikmin. And see you later. Good night. Yeah. Good. Uh, goodbye.